Happy Dad is available at a lot of your local bars and restaurants. You might even find it at some saloons. If you've enjoyed a Happy Dad, then you know it goes well with your burger, your wings, pizza, and steak. <laughs> People in California eat it with their sushi, too. Go to happydad.com find to find a bar or restaurant near you so you can watch the games with the boys while enjoying an ice-cold daddy drink. The ladies love it as well. If your bar doesn't carry Happy Dad, then ask them to call their distributor to stock up. You can't have a burger with that skinny can, can you? It's time to man up and drink Happy Dad. Happy New Year. All right, well, we got my boy Gordo on the pod. It's been a long time coming. We went Tiny! To- <laughs> I just like screaming his name. We've been talking about doing this for a long time, right? You, you've been fading it pretty much every chance you got. Big league in us. Too especially big. after when Drake came in, that's when he just, it was just hard to get a hold of you and shit. But I'm glad you finally made it out. That's like when you and you lost weight. <laughs> I just I lost weight, bro. Yeah, okay. No, I'm just kidding. But no, you Gordo, fluctuate. You fluctuate. I want to say, too, like, I'll joke, we, we fuck around a lot, too, but. You were the first, like, celebrity ever to, like, ever actually fuck with us. You know that? And, like, publicly, like, support us. I remember. You slept on my couch. And we did, yeah. But I remember when you posted, like, back in the day, like, Rona season for the first time. And me and Jesse were both like, what the fuck? That was so long. I totally forgot about that. And you're, we're like, because car- I knew your fucking music and shit. Yeah. Like, I was like, that's fucking carnage. Like, yeah. it was fucking dope. I remember that was, that was so the first long time. Ago. That was when Nino was still around. Yeah. I think that was even before Nino. Fuck. Yeah. Before Nino. Actually, huh? Uh-huh. But yeah, then we stayed at your house in <clears> Vegas. <throat> we slept on your couch and shit. Yeah, the videos are legendary. Crazy, so. Where were you at? We were watching your videos, actually. I remember you were showing me his videos. Yeah. Oh, yeah, on mine? Yeah. Are when you were tiny or me? You know, yeah. No, you. Oh. You know, the funny thing is, is that I remember, I remember, well, I remember when I brought him up, when I brought the boys up to Drake, or somebody at his house, we were laughing. Oh yeah, you got him to follow us, right? Yeah, and then, but and then the funny thing was, is I showed him, I showed him him, I showed him the boys, and then I remember somebody in the house was watching your videos, and I remember like, like when you would whisper on someone's ear, oh, right, and then, and I forgot, and then they were laughing about that, and they didn't know about you guys, because you guys didn't know each other then either, right? No, we didn't meet Maybe yet. Maybe not, yeah. No, we didn't meet yet. Yeah. Drake fucked with Salim before. Exactly, he yeah. Was a part so of that, that's too. what I'm saying. So that's how I knew that connection. And then it was funny because, that's yeah, crazy. that's actually so. Yeah, it's crazy. It's a while ago, dude. We're so old now. We're getting old, bro. Well, We're, you've been through. You've been through a lot of like changes and shit in the last few years, right? You've pretty much completely like kind of changed lanes and transformed yeah. your career. Okay, so you enter into that new lane, <clears throat> and like, what's the biggest change in your personal life going from EDM to rap? Like, did anything change for you as a person or, like, the no, way you be- went about life? No, because because I still was the EDM guy, right? So, like, me, it was just put, I was just putting out these rap songs and, you know, it was, it was kind of like a time where, like, you would go to EDM festivals and nobody was really playing rap songs and stuff. So you would go to these big places and EDCs and Nocturnal Wonderlands and all these big festivals and Ultra and... You know, 95% of all the DJs are white. Yeah. They don't listen to rap music. A lot of these kids are, you know, a lot of these 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 DJs grew up in good homes. Their parents bought them stuff. They, like, you know, they're not, you know, it's rare that you have a kid that, like, grew up in the hood and is, like, an EDM DJ, you know? Yeah. I didn't grow up in the hood, but, you know, I... I will be surrounding myself with that. I think one of the biggest changes was for me is that like when I got into that area, that zone, I would, I would, I would go to these massive festivals and I kind of like grew, I like this stigma thing grew up about me. It was like, I would go to these festivals like EDC and like, imagine you would see Tiesto and David Guedes and Martin Garrix's and like, they're there with like their full team and it's like professional and they're there. And I'm here, I come in with jewelry on with 25 dudes behind me i wasn't rolling with chicks back in the day it was just like how many dudes can i roll up with well to scare all my bros like pulling up to to edc with like 20 dudes we get on stage it's like all of us on stage it was like i was like i was the rapper in the edm world you know sounds like how we roll 
Kind of how this guy rolls. You guys love rolling with dudes. Um. So you have your bangers, right? Like, I like to, and that you have that point of your career. Do you start to feel, like, the pressure and the frustration when you can't put out a song that hits, like, that viralness that those two hit? Yeah. You know, to be honest with you, no, because I always had a couple. I think after all those, I was trying, and then, and then luckily at that moment, I had learn how to watch with mac miller and then <clears throat> when little when the whole little pump thing happened yeah that was kind of like the last hoorah that i had of getting on these rappers before like they blew up and little pump remember how big little pump was at the yeah at he the was very massive. beginning was, stage when, when like before like right before gucci gang came out he was fucking massive he was massive right very massive and that was kind of the time when like we uh, we did i shine and it was right when he was like blowing up and I had, so that, that those, I always had a song every one or two years that kind of kept me afloat, but it was never, they were never like these big songs, but they were like these internet cultural songs, you know? So I never had that pressure because I, I come from, you know, that's like, if, <clears throat> that's like me asking Kyle, like, <clears throat> like, do you stress out? Cause you don't know, come up with like video ideas. Like this is something you're good at, right? Something I'm good at is making music. So I definitely I never, get that though. I, <clears throat> It is tough if you do like a good one and then it's like, fuck, like, how do you yeah, keep obviously the stress of like <clears throat> trying to trying to top each video, you know, obviously yeah, top, yeah. top each. But song I think any stuff. artist in any genre, any type of entertainment, always the stress like will that, always be there 100 percent. Right? But it just depends on how good you handle your stress, really, because, you know, even that's just know, part of the game dealing with Drake, you know, the biggest artist of our time, you know, like he stresses out. Everyone stresses out, you know, like it's not. It's normal. We're humans, you know. Um, you, talk, you talk about like Tiesto and those guys that they're in their sixties. Like, how long do you want to go for? And how do you sustain to stay that big for that long? I was I was talking. You know, Skepta. There's no Skepta. The, the UK rapper, rapper, the UK yeah. rapper. Yeah. I was having lunch with them this summer, and um, the story is insane. I don't know if he's. I'm pretty sure he tells people this, but um, <laughs> he he was like, "Yo," he was like, "Cause remember he." Me and him have a lot of things close because he transitioned. He DJs now. Skepta's a full-blown DJ. Yeah, really? Plays Circle Loco, oh. plays Ibiza, moved to Ibiza for summer. He's like a full-blown grime rapper that stopped rapping and is now a full-blown DJ and has mas tiempo. So shouts out to Skepta. He, me and him have a lot to talk about because he comes from the rap world, from the grime UK rap world, and now wants to be a full-blown DJ. And he's transitioning, and he's doing a great job with it. We were at lunch in Ibiza talking one day, and he's like, and we're just talking. And one of my camera guys that was with me, he's like, yo, asking the same question. He's like, why did you transition? He was like, he was like, he's like, why did we transition? He looks at me. He was like, because we can. And he was like, what do you mean? And he was like, yo, he was like, he was like, why? But he was like, but I want to know, like, why did you transition? He's like, well, he goes, last year I was at Nikki Beach in Ibiza and I'm sitting there. And I see this man over there, this big, this big, this big black guy, no shirt on, big belly, and he's laying, and he's laying on the beach, and he has two mimosas in his hands, and he's there with like three girls, and he's looking at him, he's like, yo, he's like, this guy, who's this guy? He's like, and he looks over, and it's Carl Cox, right? Carl Cox is like one of the OG, 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 like Tiesto, like you have Carl Cox, like OG, right? Like fucking... And he's like, he looks over, he looks over him. He's like, the man's six years old with two mimosas. And it's, and it's on, it's his birthday. He's on his birthday on a beach with three, four girls. He's like, when I'm six year old girls, I want to be that guy. When I grow up, he's like, I need to be that guy. And he comes over, he chops it up with them. He's like talking to him like, yo, blah, blah. And he's just like the happiest guy, six years old. Think about it. You could be six years old, lit, going to the best clubs in the world, hanging out with the hottest girls in the world drinking partying having a good time and you're still seen you're not seen as old or burnt mm -hmm. so like so like you know it's one of those things where you know like why why if if you can take that opportunity and you all you want to do is just play music like think about how many times it's like a weird that power of having the aux cord 
right? Like how many times have you been in the car, you want to play a song that you know your friends are going to like, you know? So it's like, it's like the craziest it is sauce. Mm-hmm. It's the it's this craziest sauce. It is sauce to destroying like, the ox. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's insane. Especially you know? the birds too. It's just, yeah, when oh, you get the chicks in the spring oh, when you shit, get the and you're, just, yeah, yeah, you're crushing so, the ox. Yeah, no, 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 you're, no, you're out of here. So yeah. it's like, it's lit. It's, it's, it's lit. So it's like, think about it. Throwing like a couple be, throwbacks, yeah, yeah, get some nostalgia going. That's my go-to. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, what songs do you play, Steiny, in the car if you have two girls in the car right now? He's like strictly like Future. hood rap, like uh, Chief Key. Like he's the Chief, yeah, the guy yeah. that puts on Chief Key. I'm, I'm, I'm not worried food. about them. I'm worried about myself and my yeah, boys yeah. with me. You got to please the crowd though, right? Like you, you got to be, yeah, if yeah. you want to be fire on the ox, you got to adapt to the crowd that you're around. You have to adapt you can't just to play the crowd. Depends depends on how many on birds are in there. You know, depends on the nationality. Depends if they like rap, if they like, they want to hear, you know, a little, a little more old pop music you know it depends mm-hmm. you know we always do well with fruity tunes though yeah fruity tunes dude what 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 <laughs> festival is the craziest one to go to like is it still burning man burning like, man. Is, oh, like burning could man. we could we, we hang could, in burning man I, every year every i year try to convince this guy dude, how crazy would that be well, you can't every film can you year, huh? you can't film there can you yeah you can okay we're going that, next that'd year. be an insane Full video blown. we're going next yeah. year no but no what, what troubles do you think like us three would have at Burning Man? It's tiny. You'd lose your shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you'd be like, well, you'd, I'd burning, probably take acid, it? right? Huh? You'd, you'd probably have to take acid if you do that. No, 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 no. So the biggest misconception about Burning Man, it's Burning Man, isn't as like, oh my god, you're going there, everyone's fucking zombies on drugs. No, no. There's like families there. There's kids there. Really? Yeah, yeah. It's, what it's an, is it? It's like it's, a festival. It's an art festival. Is it's it, not a. But there's uh, music. It's not, yeah, there's it's music an art every- festival. If you've been doing fucking shrooms for. No, it's an, art, it's, it's an art festival, right? And you go there, and the whole thing with Burning Man is you go to Burning Man, and you can go out there, and you can get on a bike. You'll drive on the bike an hour out, and you will go uh, you, an hour out. Yeah, I mean, obviously, it's like it's pretty wide, I'm pretty sure. Like, I, I don't know exact measurements, but it's pretty. It's like a, a mile long, or like it's, it's pretty wide, or maybe, maybe more. But, like, you can get on a bike and say you're going on a mile, it's going to be 15, you know, 15 minutes to go from one end to the other end. So you go out there, you could drive on the bike 15, 20 minutes to the farthest part in the playa. So Burning Man is like this U, right? It's this U. And inside of the U is the playa. And and the U is where all 80,000 people are camped. So inside of the playa, you can go and then literally you can drive your bicycle 10 minutes out to the deep playa and you'll just pull up and there'll be a guy on a table, picnic table, making grilled cheese sandwiches. And there's no money doesn't work at Burning Man. So it's all bartering. So you go there and people are just giving out free stuff or you trade. What do you mean? No one wants like, what if you give there's them like a hundred? There's no cash. We would have to bring you Gabe can't bring with it us. In? Cash doesn't work at Burning Man. <laughs> oh, what do you mean? What if someone- Cash doesn't work at Burning Man. Like no one wants it? Buddy, if you want out, you want uh, some vodka that I have. Give me a happy dad, and I'll give you some vodka. Okay, if I give want you a hand job. If I want to, yeah. If if, if Steiny <laughs> wants a hand job from from Salim, Salim has to give him a, 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 a over the pants each job. No, no, I'm not doing Whoa, that. That's no. not worth that. No, I don't know. Yeah. But you literally have to. It's barter. You have to barter everything. So it's kind of it's crazy. Money doesn't work. So you're out there, and like you'll just go to the most random places. Like you'll drive by someone's camp, and they'll be like, Monday morning from nine to twelve, I'm making everyone pancakes. You could just go up and get in line. There'll be fifty people just getting pancakes. What's the most valuable currency? Not, I, I, not a lot of people are smoking weed. Okay, another misconception about Burning Man. Like what if you have, no, 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 listen, listen. Okay. There's federal cops everywhere. Oh, there's okay. cops everywhere. Okay, Every, that's one of the biggest thing. I never thought it was like there's cops everywhere. So, not, so like you can't just be like fried out doing something because the cops will like yeah. arrest you. Well, like, people it, are on drugs there. Every yeah, Dude, the cops oh, okay. are probably yeah, what, yeah, what yeah of course. But like, it's not the difference like from you going to live and going but, somewhere. But the like, cops, the cops have an idea that they are doing drugs though. If there's cops everywhere, right? yeah, hundred percent. So but, uh, as long as you're not like fried, then you're fine, right? Yeah, because sadly enough, I think you know there's a couple of years where like people have died at Burning Man mm-hmm. from like on being like I think some guy like ran inside of the fire. I think because he was like tripping on acid. I think what like that was like a thing, you fuck? know. Think about it, bro. I mean, what? you know, it's the the drug thing is very interesting to me in dance music because it's very taboo yeah, to a lot of start? people. Like a lot what? of people, bro. Dance music comes from the gay community 
Detroit, Chicago, blacks, Latins, queers, people who didn't have a place to go party back in, you know, late 80s, 90s. And drugs was a big thing of dance music. People go and take ecstasy. They go take, you know, they go take drugs. They go, they go to a party and they dance. People sometimes dance for days at a time. I'm, I'm an outsider, right? So I don't come, you know, I, I've had, I've had situations where I see people talking about drugs and I hate, obviously, you know, you can go party sober. I'm sober. I, you know, you can party sober a hundred percent more God, you know, whatever you want, whatever makes you happy, party, do whatever you want, but you are not going to cap and act like drugs aren't a big thing in dance music especially the underground world, the majority of it, unless you're in Asia, well, you'll go to places like Singapore or places like that where they don't do drugs like that and everyone's just pissed drunk. Everyone's just drunk, 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 drunk. You can totally go to places and you can tell in a crowd when the crowd's drunk or they're drugged out. Mm-hmm. Um, What's popular in fucking Phuket, bro? How can, you, like, how can you see the difference? I mean, if if, if it's zombies, there's it's zombies out there. Yeah, like you can tell. You just more can zombies. tell when someone's tweaking, I guess. In a way, I mean, like, especially yeah, if you're sober, if, if going you're to DJing, a party, if you're DJing you know? and you're looking out to someone and their eyes are rolling back, obviously, yeah, 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 yeah you yeah. know, like, um, but you know, a majority. But the thing is, out of all of the all of the communities of of music entertainment, I feel like the underground world, and the dance world, dance music, they're the most because they do it so much. They kind of they're the most controlled, you know. Like it's not you're not. It's rare you see some kid doing. You know, sadly, every year there's a kid because there's no water somewhere or something that the guy, you know, has cardiac arrest or something happens bad, you know, from taking too much drugs or something or someone doesn't know the limit. But that happens with everything, right? How many people die a day from drinking alcohol, but yet alcohol is legal and we're not shunning alcohol? Mm-hmm. You know, like, I mean, I'm pretty sure there's a bunch of people who die every day from alcohol. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously you can have all you can overdose on a lot of things and have these moments where you're not, you know, so. And dance music, like, bro, like, yeah, a lot of people are on drugs. And a lot of the times drugs make music sound better. And that's completely okay with that. But if you're so self-centered and, you know, you're so, you know, in line with yourself, you don't need drugs. And that's completely fine. But I'm not going to, like, look at you differently if Salim wants to fucking rail fucking four lines of blow right now. (laughs) It's not like it's what? You're not going to, like, I'm not going to act like it's it's not there. Yeah, it's there. But... People do it responsibly and people do it in a safe place. And there's a lot of places where you go to a party and a lot of people might be on some substance and everyone does it and then everyone leaves and everything's okay. You know, there's countries where people are very cultured and they know their shit and they take care of each other. Like dance music, you go to a place where like you'll go to like a show and you'll have people walking around like looking, taking care of people. Like, oh, you want some water? Like you want this? You want that? You know? This is completely off topic, but do like drunk chicks like... Or like just people still come up to you today and tell you what to play? A hundred percent. And how how do you handle that? I just look at them in the face. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. the most annoying thing that can happen. What if the right? chick's really hot though? You might mix it in. No. Never? Sometimes. <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean no, it's 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 really rare that yeah. I know it's it's you know what? The the one number one thing I do get out of more than that is when I go to a, a show and I'll have an OG fan of like play Carnage. Mm. Like play carnage, play carnage, play carnage, and like, I'm like, bro, come on, I'm like seven hours into a set right now, like <laughs> I'm not gonna play fucking, I liked it right now, I'm sorry, it's yeah, not gonna, yeah. it's gonna keep the vibe going. Um, but I think after all the years of doing all this stuff, I think my fans have, you know, it's like you guys have, you guys have, you guys know your fan base, you know yeah. what they want, you know how far you can push them away from something, you've learned what they don't like, you know what mm-hmm. works, and I think after a while, you still have those fans that. You know, it's difficult. Like, you know, you can't I can't hate on it, but yeah, it's just like, yeah, yeah. You know, like, there isn't a day go by, like, I don't miss watching an Elk Boys prank video. Of you course. know, it's like, and, and watching those videos, like, oh, I remember, you know, it's like hilarious. Like, I want to see you do that again, I but know. you grow, you're growing, you're completely different how you were 10 years ago. Definitely. You're completely different how you were five years ago. Mm-hmm. You know, like, so I think people forget that. And that's a that. tough thing to, like, yeah, because the fans always want to keep you in that. It's tough to, and it's tough to be like, you know, like, like, dude, like, yeah, I get it. I know you want to do that, but I, I, there's some other cool shit that I want to do. And it's hard because you have a guy, you know, and I, I, I can't even imagine how many guys, many times you guys got messages from like fans that like connected with something you said five, seven years ago and he changed that guy's life. And they 
have that one memory and that one year and that one situation that's in their head and you save them from that. Yeah. And then 10 years ago, 10 years later, they're still thinking about that one moment. And they're like, well, I need, I need you help me, help me, you know, how you were back in the day. But you're like, I'm not that guy anymore. Mm -hmm. So that's the difficult thing, you know, with music, especially how many times <clears throat> I, I, I listen to music differently. Every other couple of years, I change a little thing. Right. You know, but there's people like, you know, I, I think we forget how powerful we are and how many times we've had moments where like, because of like us just chopping shit, like us just chopping us and doing this thing right now, we might change some kid's life. Mm -hmm. And when it's not, it's so nonchalant to us because it's just normal. We forget how much power we have to really affect change in culture. And I think a lot of people forget that and a lot of people take that for granted and kind of, you know, have these situations where they kind of tell a fan like, yeah, yeah I'm, I like, I know you had a great time back then. I know you loved watching these videos. I know you loved watching, listening to music back in the day, but times have changed you know and well, for you too you could have had some kid could have been at just one of your shows when he was younger and that moment changed his life exactly you know it's weird bro I'm, I'm, i turned 33 today happy birthday happy birthday thank you and happy birthday it's crazy because i'll have a kid come up to me be like like come up to me like obviously i'm 33 years old i'm still at the club like i'm not old and i'm still you know at the club and like some kid will come up to me like yo man i used to listen to you when i was 13 that's crazy and i'm yeah. just like makes me feel old as fuck you know like imagine you know like when people go up there like it's getting to that point where people are like i listened to you in middle school like i'll, I'll meet some girls and the girls will be like yeah like i, I like i used to listen to you in middle school listen to you in sixth grade yeah it's just and you're so making weird. weird it's it so weird but that's weird because i started at a young age right so like yeah. majority of guys that are successful or a lot of guys in our in your world in our world don't get to that point till their 30s right so like they're they're starting their 30s and meeting 18 year old girls 20 year old girls 15 year old kids that are listening to them you know or watching their videos and stuff they're like our fans from a young age and then you know then you know it's not that much of an age difference you know but like if i'm starting at 21 and there's some kids that are listening to me like i can't even imagine like well, Big Mike and Logan Paul, like their fans started when they're like fucking seven, seven years old, you know? So imagine 20 years from now, they're 50 years old. They're like, yeah, I used to listen to you when I was 10 years old, yeah. you know, or watch your videos when I was 10 years old. It's, there's a weird age gap. I think we'll I think. get that at meetups. Like fans will literally come wearing merch, merch that we sold nine years ago. <sighs> like actually, that's fucked. Like we that's sold it nine years ago and about. you see the shirts and you're like, <laughs> it's just proof. It's yeah, like, yeah, holy yeah, fuck. Yeah. Like, I don't even take it in until I see it. And I'm like, whoa. Like, is it like that when you go back to Canada? Holding on to a just shirt. Anywhere for nine we years go for meetups, too. Like, when we do the Happy Dad meetups, yeah. yeah. people will pull up in what? merch, like old merch. Where's all the, uh, where's, where's the next stops you're going with Happy Dad? We, we're, we just announced Canada. So that's, that's going to be February 20th. Oof. We're doing the whole country. No way. Like Newfoundland. I don't know if you've been out there. Nova Scotia, Halifax. I've never been over there. And then Alberta, BC, Ontario. London is fucked. We're going to, we're going to Western. Yeah. London. That's, that's London, Western, right? Yeah. yeah. I've had, to, man, I had some dark stories back Shreds, in the day. He's probably really. Where Shreds are you from, Salim? I'm from California. Like San Jose Barrier. Wow. Mm -hmm. Really? I, you giving me more of like an Arkansas kind of guy. Arkansas? Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know where Arkansas is. <laughs> Where's that at? I don't even know. But you give me Arkansas vibes. I didn't know you were from San Jose. That's fucked. San, Jose. San Jose's lit. I used to be good. Is it? Not really, is it? I had my You're the first I had, I've ever I had my biggest yeah, I had my that. biggest show. My first big, big show ever was in San Jose. Are you serious? Where? I, and I brought Young Thug there. To San Jose. I had rare in San Jose Civic Center. No, no, no. San Jose, where's the what's the college? The the San big Jose place. State University. Yeah, what's the big venue there? Boys, this episode is sponsored by Shopify. <laughs> Shopify is an all-in-one e-commerce platform revolutionizing millions of businesses worldwide. If you guys are inspired to start a new business venture this year, Shopify is the only tool you will need to start, run, and grow your in-person or e-commerce business without the struggle. Shopify makes it so easy to control every sales channel. So whether you're offering custom graphic t-shirts from Shopify's in-person POS system or selling fitness gear on Shopify's all-in-one e-commerce platform, you are in good hands. And once you've reached your audience, Shopify is the internet's best converting checkout to help you turn your audience from browsers to buyers. By now, it's obviously clear. You boys know that I love Shopify. We've used Shopify's e-commerce platform from the very beginning to offer Full Send and Happy Dad gear hosted on fullsend.com. 
My favorite thing about Shopify is no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is really a global force powering millions of entrepreneurs of every size across over 170 countries. Plus, their award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. This is a possibility powered by Shopify. So boys, I got you guys on a deal. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash full send, all lowercase. So go to shopify.com slash full send, $1 a month, and take your business to the next level today. You can, someone Google. Oh, oh sh- uh, the Sharks Arena. Someone, someone Google it. <laughs> that, was, that was the first show I ever had. That the Sharks like, Arena. When, no, there's a big school right there too. Yeah, Boston, when the whole state, carnage thing blew up, that was the first time that my agent was like, holy shit, this is like real. Then we sold like 7,000 tickets in like what one hour fuck? in San Jose. And it was me, Young Thug, and some other guy in San Jose. And San Jose is all the hot Asian chicks there. There's yeah. a lot of Asian. There's a huge yeah. Asian population. There's a lot of hot there's Asians. A, there's crazy Asian hybrids there. They're like they're like Asian, Latin, like Filipino. Now Asian. that you've been now that you've been everywhere, where where do you think top three hottest places for chicks are in the world? I know you said Argentina. Argentina's absolutely insane. <laughs> Is absolutely insane. Argentina might go. See, I don't want to do this because then they're, they're going to get so mad at me. All the other countries, but Argentina, I'm not going to put them. In number, I'm going to tell you three good ones. Argentina is insane because you have, to, you have to remember, Argentina, a lot of the people in the 40s and the 50s from Europe, a lot of Germans, a lot of Nazis fled to Argentina in the 50s. A lot of people thought that Hitler was hiding in Argentina. Yeah. If you go to certain places in Argentina, there's cities where it's so full So Hitler Ger- brought a ton of birds with him to Full Argentina. German, right? <laughs> so there's cities down there where it's full German. Everyone speaks German in Argentina. And, and because of that, there was this big European mixture of these Southern American girls and these mixtures of Europeans. So you'll go to Argentina and there'll be like a girl that is, you obviously, she can look like she's, you can, you know, you'll think that she's from Hungary or, or, really? or Russia or Europe or somewhere Eastern or, or, you know, Romania, but like, they will be Spanish with like green eyes and yellow eyes and fucking blue eyes, whatever the fucking lines they have crazy eyes and they're Spanish and they have like this Latin flavor. You know, the difference between a Latin woman and a white girl or a Latin, you know what I'm saying? Like that flavor. So imagine like the hottest, like fucking crazy eyed looking girl with like Latin all know how to dance, all have great bodies, like amazing, good energy, and they just party, party, party. So Argentina's amazing. Australia's amazing. Um, Australia's awesome. Chile's amazing. Australia's lit, right? Brazil. Is it, does Australia live up to the hype, though, chicks-wise? You guys went out there? We haven't been. I, we, I went to Australia, Melbourne. Australia's There's fucked. There's a lot of baddies out there. Australia's fucked. Australia is really, really, and you know, the thing with Australia is all the girls and all the guys out there, everyone's like really well in shape. So everyone, it's all about taking care of how well, so yeah. like everyone has great bodies. That's why I wanted to get Jack before. Everyone's Gold super. Coast? Gold Coast is going to be crazy. It's lit. It's lit over there. Yeah, I've, I've told you to go there a bunch no, of times. Every single time, every year, Kyle's like, where should I go? I'm like, go here, go here. He's like, yeah, but. Well, we got we gotta, <sighs> we to gotta think about the film when we go. Yeah, like our, our South, like South America, like is amazing. But you guys don't speak Spanish, I know. So that's a huge. You go to Australia, everyone speaks English. Yeah. yeah. You go to Europe, you go to London, everyone speaks. Australia English. is a no brainer. That'll be fucking. Yeah, easy. Australia would be insane for you guys. But do you um, know where I like that we went is Croatia. Croatia was nice. It was hot. Croatia's a vibe. Croatia's you ever performing Croatia's at nice. Carpe Diem? Is that no, the what's there? that? Tavar. You take island? a boat to this little island and it's a fucking insane. Yeah, it's it's crazy. It's uh Zerche Beach. Yeah. You when you guys when you went out there, you told me you told me I tried you uh yeah, Croatia's lit. Yeah. But there's so many other places in the world that like are fucked that people don't realize like how insane. Like South America is number one right now. Like number one for parties, number one for um crowd, culture, music. So what you think if we can't speak Spanish, we're fucked out there? We can't wheel? Low key, because if the more south you go, they don't speak English either. Damn. So it's not like you can like. How many languages do you speak? Two. What do you? Spanish, my first language, and then Eng- I learned English. I learned English when I was nine or ten. Okay. So it's like a lot of things. A lot of a lot of there's a 
in the in the dance world, you know, it's a, it's filled with a bunch of smart asses, like these little little like nerdy kids who like are smart asses. So like, no. you say we'll something, you'll Spanish say something, and something they'll just like fucking try to be a smart ass. Like you know when you when you you spell there, you know they're the guys that be like. R.E., you know, like those type of people. But that does hurt every time. Oh, it sucks. It sucks. Yeah, it sucks. Because, like, you just try to, (laughs) you always try to, like, do it right. Um, But, like, I I get a lot of random jokes on me put on because, you know, I'm, I, my first language is Spanish. So sometimes when I'm talking, I think in Spanish and I speak English. Or if I'm thinking in English, I'll say it in Spanish. So, like, I fuck up with words a lot. I had to go to speech class when I first moved into America because I didn't know English. So, like, people forget when, if you're thinking about me, you're not going to think that I'm not Eng- American or English, you know? So I fuck up a lot of times when I misspell stuff and stuff. So um, so it's it's a bit of a... Dude, we'll learn Spanish and then go to South America. Got to learn some Spanish now that we're living here. Yeah, anyway. but you don't... I mean, no, you, you can, you're going to go down there. You'll be fine, obviously. Yeah. But like... Well, we'll go with you if we go. Yeah, I'm for not gonna sure. Fucking blind. You have to come down there. I'm going today. I leave today <laughs> for, for two months. <laughs> I'm, I'm moving to Argentina for two months. What the hell? Yeah, I leave tonight. And you're just gone for two months. I'm staying. I'm moving to Argentina for two months. Damn, that's like a How far sounds like a flight? big move. It's not that big. Move. I live in Hawaii. Is it eight hours? So that's <laughs> that's ten hours. Ten hours from here. So how did the how did the fast forward? How did like the Drake thing come out with you producing on the Honestly Nevermind album? Um, I was hanging out in Toronto a lot at that time, and uh, I've known Drake for so long. We've had so many times where like. I'd known him for a long time. I think maybe like first time I ever met him, maybe like 14, 15 years ago, I think maybe. And um, I mean, it was, it was, uh, we've just always been friends for the longest time. We've had our ups and we've had our times where we don't really talk that much. It, it was a weird time when, when the whole XXX thing came out. Remember when the XXX thing came out and, X, and he was beefing with Drake? Mm-hmm. It was funny because. At that moment, um, at that moment, XXX was XXX was so big, and this is one of the first times, like one of the artists, you know, when he first started popping off and getting a buzz, I, I noticed that, and he had his girlfriend at the time, who was a big raver, and she, I remember we had we linked up through Twitter or something, and he hit me, he was like, "Yo, my girl's a big fan of yours." Um, she she loves what do you want and, and she goes to raves and shit like she fucks with you blah blah let's chop it up one day so then basically we start we uh we start dming and stuff me and xxx and and one day he's like yo what's your number he's in jail he's locked up at that moment and he's like i give him my number and then i remember i get a call from this girl one day and she's like hey i'm gonna i'm gonna put him on on the line i'm putting x on the line and basically what he would do is he would have his girlfriend call me on three-way from jail and i would have these conversations with him every day i would talk to him every day this is some shit like i never talked about ask ski mask i was all these guys these guys know these florida kids so x would call me from jail every day and like we would talk and now you know for a long period of time <laughs> funny i've had so many rappers that call me. i don't know why they like they, they like calling me from jail like offset and rich the kid used to call me when they were locked up all the time um but X used to call me all the time and we used to chop it up and shit and he was a big fan and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, there's this kid who's in jail. He's locked up. He was telling me how sad he was all the time and we were talking random shit and stuff. This kid's locked up. Imagine you're locked up and you're becoming the biggest artist ever online, right? And you're like locked up. You can't really do anything. So whatever, we're chopping it up. And this one, me and Drake were talking a lot. And I remember one time I, 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 brought, up, I brought up X to Drake via text. I was like, yo, have you watched these guys? He was like, yeah, I peeped them out. I peeped them out. Um, interesting kids. Like he said something like just, um, and, and you know, I'm talking to, I'm talking to, to X one day on the phone. I'm like, yo, I like told Drake, I asked Drake about you. And you, you know, he, he, he said he fucked with you. So fast forward, um, I guess at that very moment, Adam from No Jumper, was trying to was like I guess trying to manage him or or something or do something and and uh, he you know gets out of jail and the whole the whole thing when he was like oh Drake stole my flow blah 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 mm-hmm. 
then I remember if you go, if you look online at that moment, XX was tweeting and he was like, yeah, blah, blah. And you, he, I, I don't know exactly what he said, but he said something along the lines like, oh, um, yo, and, and, and you told and one of my homies, no, that you stole blah, blah, blah. And like kind of threw me in the mix because I had brought up that Drake. Fucked with, fucked, with, fucked with him, he saw his interview or something. I forgot oh, what it was. It wasn't, it wasn't like he wanted nothing musical, nothing. Yeah. And then there was like this, there was like this, everyone was asking like, who's this this guy, this DJ or this friend that something has to come into this play, right? And um, I had, it was, you know, nothing else that. And I remember their academics one day post a video. I think it was from Adam no jumper or some other guy and they're interviewing and and then somebody goes yeah i know who it was and the guy goes it was dj carnage the whole thing was that he made it seem like i had told x like yo drake's fucking with you he looks he likes your music and that's why he stole his flow from you like that was like whole thing and it, they kind of threw me into the mix which is complete cap because i never said that to him i never said that to x and and because of that, that whole thing, that's how I got thrown into the mix with that whole Drake ex beef. And which was really whack because just blatantly lying about stuff like that. But when there's so many, I mean, X was, you know, a hell of a, hell of an artist, you know, but he kind of reminds me a lot of Kanye. Like we're like, he would just have like these like just flowing consciousness of just like free speaking. And, you know, like mm -hmm. one of those guys did. You know, sometimes you can you could probably tell him something, and you could see see it. A you bit, could yeah. see that he's not gonna remember exactly word for word, or he's you know. So it's one of those things, and because of that, because of when that whole thing happened, me and Drake didn't really talk for a while because it made it seem like I was kind of like on X's side and like kind of throwing Drake under the bus. Um, and you know, sadly, he passed away, and I remember I hadn't talked to Drake for a while because it was you know it was weird because. You know, I, I, I didn't know if, I'm pretty sure he thought that he like wasn't fucking with me because he, like that was a whole, that beef was like pretty like, you know, he was, serious, he was going yeah. off on him. Yeah, that was he the was. first time we saw like a guy go off on Drake. I know. Untouchable. And getting know? like too personal and shit. Yeah, right? got really personal and, and, I, and I got thrown into it, which is whack because here I go just trying to like lift this kid up in jail and be like, yo, you know, like I'm talking to people and like, you know, they know about you, like, you know, keep your head up, like you're going to get out of this type of shit. And then my name got thrown into it, and, and it kind of like made me and Drake kind of not talk for a while. Um, and you know, I remember after he passed away, I went to his birthday uh, party or, uh, in London, and you know we hadn't seen him for a while. And then you know he came over and we hugged, and he was like, "Yo, there's like we can't like not, you know, like people, you don't know what tomorrow's promise, you know." So like we kind of made up and, 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 you know, and I remember at a time, I remember cause I was talking to Chubbs and all the homies and I was like, yo, I'm pretty sure like Drake's like mad at me. Like he like doesn't, and everyone's like, nah, what do you mean? Like, cause I would hang out with all the guys all the time still, but like me and Drake would never really like, you know, and I remember it was time and it was like, and then we kind of like, we talked about it and we were like, yo, like this is not okay that like, we're not cool, you know, that we're not talking that much. And after that, I think that's when me and him really got close and, but still, remember, to this whole time, we never talked about music. It was never music. It was just like, you know, we always talk about, like, how if we were in high school, me and Drake would have been best friends because, like, we have the same humor, the same, you know, he's just... And, yeah, we didn't talk for a while. He likes to chirp a lot, oh, too, yeah, right? Of yeah, of course. Yeah, he's he's he's, he's the funniest guy ever. Because uh, he's fucking Canadian, too. People, like, it's like, he could chirp. <laughs> like, he's, uh, he's, he's just... He's just <laughs> the he's one of the coolest guys ever man like really just cool guy and i think go. we were hanging out in, we were hanging out in toronto for so long and i i would come i would come to toronto and hang out with them a lot and one day we're in the car and um one day we're in the car we're coming back from from um from what's the place kirby kirby spot daisy daisy we're at daisy and we were leaving daisy and we were in his, and it was just me and his, me and him in the Maybach, and we're headed back to his house. So I was like thirty minutes away, and we're in the in the, in the Maybach, and I'm like, and I'm like, you know, finally, like he never played me music, he never talks about music with me. We would talk about music every day, but like not about our music. Right. And then one day, I'm just like in the car, and I'm like, yo, I'm like, yo, I'm I'm finishing my album. Can I play you something? Like in the car, he's like, yeah, connect to the Bluetooth. So I gave me the aux juice. I connected to the aux, and I played. 
Tie That Binds, which is on Honestly Nevermind, which is a different song. It's called You Want Me at that time. And I played him that and he's like, this is you? I'm like, I'm like, yeah. He's like, whoa, this is fucked. And then I play him another song. He was like, this is you? I'm like, yeah. He was like, holy shit. By the middle of the second song, he's like, yo, I'm actually working on an album right now on a house album with Black Coffee and 40. He was like, send me some shit. And I'm like, yeah, for sure. So we're, remember, we're headed back to the house. This is when I was at his house all the time. And we headed back to his house and whatever, go to bed. I wake up the next morning, he walks down to the kitchen. I'm, I'm sitting there and he's like singing the song that I played him. And he's like, he's like, he's like, I had to go somewhere for the day. And he's like, yo, the song is send, send me, send me the song so I can hear the full thing. So I sent him the song and then boom, fast forward. We get one song done. He goes, to, he, he goes to Turks and Caicos, records two songs, comes back to Toronto. He invites me back to the house. I basically move into his house for a couple months and basically was like fully living in Drake's house, working on music every day. And then we ended up making like eight songs or something. And seven of them got picked on Honestly Nevermind. And it was like the moment where like, it's crazy because that's like, pretty fucking organic. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, it just happened. And we were just like, imagine like, I'm just at his house. Like you're living with Drake. Like you have a chef, you have like all the amenities in the house. Like you have a full-time driver. Every Toronto bird wants to come Every through. Every girl. No, no, it was just funny because if you actually go up like to a girl, like, Hey, yeah, I'm staying at Drake's house. She's like, Oh yeah, I've been there. Like majority of Toronto girls have been to Drake's house. Cause he has like yeah. parties all the time. Um, but like, imagine like your amenities, like you wake up and like every morning you see him walk down you're like, good morning. He's like eating, like just hanging out in the kitchen every day and like just chopping it up with him and, and we're just talking music and, and that whole, the whole change of me going from carnage, cause he knew all the carnage stuff, me going from carnage to Gordo and me going into the house world was the same time that he was really going into that world too. And he was like, really liking it. And he understood my vision cause we would talk every day about the Gordo stuff. And he was like, he was really the first one of the real guys that really believed into the whole change of me going from Carnage to Gordo because he heard the music. If you look down at all my stuff, I barely released any music. Like compared to all these other guys, like release music every month. They release a song every month or two months. I've only released about four or five songs in the last two years. So I barely release music because I always drop albums every four, three, 40 years. I, I release an album, which I'm on my third one now, which is the first Gordo album. So like all the, all the Drake stuff, like a lot of the songs that were on my album were on Honestly Nevermind. And then that goes that thing where like he knows that I'm always on trying to figure out a new sound and then boom, Honestly Nevermind comes out. That does its own thing. And that's obviously his, his most left field project he's ever released. Mm -hmm. And then after that, what he came out with her loss he came out with the 21 savage thing which is a full rap thing and then now for all the dogs he's like i need a new sound i need a new sound what are we doing what are we doing and then he reached out and then we made rich baby daddy and gently Banger. with bad bunny yeah so like true. now you know when when drake is trying to find a new sound he knows who to call <laughs> that's, so that's kind of like i didn't know it came about like that yeah it's all very like it's super organic, super chill. I think that's, those are relationships that last the longest. Like me and you, like we've barely really done work together, like mm -hmm. with work, work and stuff. But like, if we do something, you know that we, this shit would come out so organically. It's better than me being like, I just met Salim now for real, for real. And I'm like, yo, like chop up tomorrow. Like, yo, I got an idea. Let's do something. Like, we can make mm -hmm. some money here. It's not as organic as like if five years from now, I'm like, yo, like I got this some, some. You're like, yeah, fuck it. Let's do it. You know? And that, and you have more trust. Less in expectations too. Yeah, less expectations. It gets, it's better. You have more trust. You uh -huh. have you have more. You know, it's not like, you know, if we do something, me and Kyle do something, it doesn't work. It, it's not going to affect our relationship. Yeah, it's not going to fuck up. You yeah. know, but like me and Steiny try to do something, and and it doesn't work out. I might look at Steiny a little weird. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I look at you the same way. What was, yeah. what was the craziest thing about living in his crib for that like those few months? I heard his shitters are unreal. Doesn't like there's something special with his shitters, no? Yeah, um, he has like yeah, he has like days? yeah he has like music playing out of him. I mean, yeah, the, the bathrooms are really nice. I think <laughs> That's pretty is, dope. Which is actually the most fucked up thing is 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 me and him. It is dope going into a crib and like the bathrooms fire. Oh yeah, of course. Um, but me and him, we because also. He wears super baggy clothes and shit, and 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 his shoe. We have the same shoe size, 
and wear the same clothes. <laughs> you guys are just sharing shit? <laughs> so, he went so, through his closet? No, 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 no. So he has, obviously, he has a massive... You guys play dress up and shit, <laughs> together? <laughs> no, listen. I can see that. Listen, I can tell. This is actually a funny story. We were... Because he has a stylist, Drew. Shouts out to Drew. He's like, all, everyone in the OVO squad is like such a character. Everyone has like their own character. But his stylist, my boy Drew... He, Drake, I. it's rare for me to see him wear something twice, right? So he has, like, all this stuff. He gets new clothes every day. Every day he's wearing new clothes. So then at the end of the day, when he, all the new clothes, when they, he doesn't have new clothes, they put he puts it away. Oh, you got the hand-me-downs. He puts it, yeah, his hand-me-downs are, like, he's only worn it for, like, 30 minutes. So, like, literally it'd be at times when I'd, I'd be, like, we'd be going out, right? And I don't got any drip. And like everyone's dripped up and stuff and everything. He walks down fucking wearing new outfit every day. And like I'd look at you, I'm like, yo, is there any jacket I could wear or something? Right. He'll like, he'll go up and find me something that he doesn't like remember or something. And then I'll put it on. I remember one day um, went, we went out to, we went out to go eat somewhere. And I'm like wearing one of his like really nice, like Bottega, Bottega jackets. It's probably like $7,000. Right. And I'm like wearing it. And I, like I, he was like in like a dinner thing. He walks out. He's like, that jacket's really nice, bro. I'm just like, I'm like, he's like, I swear, he's like, I swear, I have the same one. And I'm, like, I'm like, really, bro? I'm like, fuck, that's fucking insane. No, what the coincidence? But uh, I definitely like rock. He has a closet full of air forces, like maybe like 300 air forces, and we're the same size. So sometimes whenever I'm at the house, take some air forces, and then he has a like closet. All the rooms are filled with Nocta, so a bunch of Nocta like socks and shit like i think that's like the best thing that kind of i wear the, all his shit <laughs> that's jokes so i think that's pretty cool his house is fucked it's too big yeah that's crazy have you been there yeah i went i went we went to uh a party at his house in the summer right yeah we did that was it's pretty, pretty dope it's a sick crib obviously I mean, it's insane yeah you just pull up and you're what, like, did you the, go the pool is fucked the pool is fucked it's long fuck, so it was fucked. just in the backyard oh you I don't think I partied outside in his backyard. Oh, okay. I think LeBron was there, Tristan, a bunch of people. It was dope. It was he a played lot of basketball people. every day. Yeah. He's like a full blown, like, like full blown, like every day. Like, I remember at times I'd be like, yo, let's work on this. He's like, all right, I gotta play basketball. Yeah. And he has like a full blown tournament, like, press conference. I know, his court's sick. <laughs> no, no. I've seen everything, court, yeah. bro. It's insane. They do a press conference? They do everything. Champagne. Well, who, who asked the question? They, 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 Does he have one of his do, boys? They do a draft a... day. And it's like serious, bro. They're they insane, do, yeah. It's serious. Yeah. Wait, no. who's who's doing the press conferences? Like, where do they get rid of the reporters for that? They have referees. They have everything. Imagine if we all started a league and we had like full-blown like refs, like full-blown like draft day, jerseys, scheduling, everything that's a lot of people that requires a lot of people bro, that's pretty no, sick no, it's fun no i'm pretty yeah, sure i'm pretty sure there's fun. like there's like eight teams are they running five on five or I, no, like three, three on, three? on threes i think oh, okay yeah three on threes did you ever attend one of the press conferences and get a question or? i made it to the championship when they did the whole champagne thing i was there when they like <laughs> it was like the end and they, <laughs> that's how you just know no, you have so much out, fucking they, money they bro. gave out they gave out the shirts i have a shirt at my house with the winning championship team, the championship team winning one, <laughs> like they made merch, bro, for for the for the fifty people that were in the arena. That's fucking hilarious. It's actually insane, bro. Like it's actually. That's insane. when you have that kind of money. That's what you could do, bro. Have your own fucking league at your crib. He's he's so rich. <laughs> I know. Like, do they have trainers and like their staff is probably better equipped than the NBA? Full, but his his gym, everything. Everything. It's fully equipped. The locker room. It's everything. It's insane. What do you think is the craziest thing he spent his money on? Like just being there. Was everywhere you're just like, Jesus, bro. That's how you know you're rich. Man, I saw him I saw him one time <laughs> like win like fifteen million dollars in like ten minutes. On stake? Yeah. Yeah. And was and he, he, and he it looks at me he looks at me, he's like, What do you want? What was your response? Your life? I don't know. <laughs> well, your response was like, "Nah, you're good." Like, to try no, and... I was like, "Buy me a house, dude." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Give me, like, me a house, give me something." I don't know. But I mean, yeah, when you get when you're that amount of, and like the thing is, like when you have that amount of money and you're that cool and like you really like does he doesn't really he doesn't travel he kind of keeps to himself and he only goes to like Turks and Caicos he goes to Europe for a tour and then he like goes to Miami or in L.A. and that's it. 
But like, think about it. you're Drake. You could literally go anywhere, talk to any bird. You can go to any party. You could do anything. He doesn't really. I always get on him. I'm like, bro, you need to fucking travel, dude. He doesn't. Doesn't. He's never been to Asia. He's never been. No. It's insane, right? So he goes. It sounds like he goes to Turkey. He's a never lot, been though, to right? Tokyo. He's never been to Italy. It's insane. I'm like, dude, what are you doing? He goes <laughs> to Greece all the time. He's right? a big homebody. Huge. Well, he's fuck. F- when you have a crib like that, yeah, you gotta enjoy sure. it. Yeah, you have the fucking the plane to get you anywhere too, right? Yeah, that's the thing. You can fly anywhere. The thing is with him, he doesn't like going to other places. What like he doesn't like uh, like the strong language barrier. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. I mean, it's, you just want to be comfortable and stuff, you know. But yeah, I mean, it's I don't know. It's, Was it's, that a lot of pressure, like being a part of that album? Because obviously he was going to get some sort of criticism for it since, like you said, it was so out of left field. Was that any pressure? Like, fuck, I can't fuck this up. Um, Yeah, a bit. But remember, at the same time, also, that was kind of also, honestly, never mind, was like a big transition thing for me from going from Carnage to House thing. So it was it was a bit, it was a bit, you know, it was a bit annoying that, like, the one thing that I finally do with Drake is, like, his most like fucking his project where everyone's fucking hating it the most from all the rap fans. But it also is amazing to me that I'm a part of the one project that made him go left. Then all of the other things he has in his discography, that's one of the most legendary discographies to ever be Mm -hmm. on this planet. And the one moment that he goes and does something different, I had a, I had, the strongest influence on it out of any work, anyone working on the project. So, so yeah, it was a little discouraging, but at the same time, it was like, it was cool. Like when, when are you ever, like, you, you know, think about it. Like when sticky came out, that was the first record that had Jersey club song bounce from a big artist Yeah, that like actually made, you know, that was actually impactful, you know? So after that, what did you have? Then you had the babies, you had, you had uh, you had I want to rock. Now you have Nikki, Nikki. You know, like think about it. Before then, there was no Jersey Club, Baltimore Club beats, four on the floor on a song like that. So yeah, and I think that album now that it's like been a few years, it's definitely lived on and stayed around. You hear the tracks record, a lot. That album, I'm, I'm not, I'm saying this unbiasedly. Like if you like, if you like house music, if you like listening to easy listening music, that project is a, a fucking outstanding project. Like from front to back, it's a one vibe. And I think, you know, I remember 808s and Heartbreak for Kanye was a huge hated on project when he dropped that out. But he changed the complete industry when he dropped that. That's when people started singing heavily on autotune, you know, um, for a rapper, you know, that wasn't like a T-Pain or something. And those sonics and those instruments and those vibes. So I don't know. I was I was happy with that. And I think the fact that he entrusted, he trusted in me with the sound and with everything that we were doing, I think is something that even I remember when that shit came out, me and you were talking about it. We're just like, what the fuck? Like it was such a, it was, I, you know, I would rather, I'd rather be a part of a project that people talk about 10, 20 years now. Like, yo, remember when Drake did the house album? Mm-hmm. Then me getting a record on one of his rap albums where I'm one. Now of, you got that too. So there you go. So, you know, you got to balance it out, you know, but yeah, it's a blessing, bro. Shouts out to Drake. He changed my life, um, and he believed in me. And um, yeah, it's just it's awesome to get that kind of love from people that you're close with. I, I'd rather have someone that I fuck with be like, "Yo, that was sick," or "Yeah, this is tight," than somebody that I don't know mm-hmm. being nice to me because you don't know if he's being fake nice or if he's just blowing smoke up your ass. Right? You know, when somebody like actually be like, "Yo, that's tight," you know. If Kyle hits me and he's like, yo, this is tight. I'm like, okay, that's that's fire. Because somebody who doesn't really have to rock with me anymore because we've already had our moments. You know, I think a, I think that's, you know, I've had so many times where I've had a rapper who I was, I was rocking with first or I was rocking with early and I know them very well. You know, even with the XXX thing happened, I was talking to a guy in jail all the time and then he blew up. <clears throat> we didn't talk. He got, he, he got like a little Hollywood. A lot of these guys... Yeah, it happens a lot. All all of these rappers, Mm -hmm. all of these rappers that I've dealt with, 
Maybe it's rare, like a little pump. Is They'll probably, actually do it. They'll do it to us too, honestly. Yeah, they all do it. It's like a thing. Like We'll be on some people early and we'll like put their music in their videos. Yeah. And they'll be like hitting me up and then they get big and then they just kind of go ghost. Yeah, they go ghost. And, I, and like, and I, I was talking to, I was talking to someone about you last week. I, I don't know who it was, but I was literally talking to him. I was, I was actually, you know what? I was actually talking to Cole Bennett about this. Cole Bennett was one of those guys and we could put it right now on video. Cole Bennett. I know Cole very, very well. As close, most, as close as I know you, you know? And, and I was talking to Cole. Um, I was talking to Jake, Cole's boy. Yeah, yeah. And, and we were talking. I was like, yo, like, there's, you know, there, it's, it's, there's only a couple handful of guys that I know that were, like, that I known from early on that got rich as fuck, became successful, and still kept it cool with me. And Cole's one of those guys. Kyle's one of those guys where, like, you know, and I'm not talking about, oh, like a rapper that gets popular. Guys who, like, end up becoming very powerful people, you know, like, that don't ever switch up. And that's why, I mean, I, I, I will always rock with Kyle because the guy slept on my couch and then fucking years later becomes a gajillionaire and is killing it. Not and and um, not as rich as me, but... Um, he becomes a gajillionaire, and they still rock with me, and we still talk every day. Damn near, we almost talk every day, and in, and still like cool. I don't know about know. every day, but <clears throat> we talk every day. No, he, he brings <laughs> up a lot. He sends me up. a Salim video every day, or one of your posts. You have the best story post, by the way. Thank you, bro. Yeah, you have the best story post. <laughs> My story. Yeah, post? your story posts are. Funny. He's me or Salim? Why, me why, why is it funny? <laughs> it's the best. Why is it the best? Because you like you post like really like he's really, me. <laughs> what? You, no, like you know we send uh, stories. I'll just send him your stories with that. Oh yeah, really? yeah, they're the best. <laughs> what type of stories was the last one? Um, I don't know. <laughs> We'd have to go through it. I forget. Yeah, your story posts are great. <laughs> Steinies, yours, yours is good too. Thank you. Yeah, Thanks. I think we. I think who do we who do we send the most of? I don't know. Uh, Purple Miami. <laughs> Yo, it is pretty funny when you do that. You are gambles. It's pretty damn funny because I'm just like, why do you? He send does that the, too. Yeah, like, why do you send, send me? You send a lot. Because there's, listen, there's, it's funny. It's random. Because, I know because, what you mean. because maybe random. you guys see funny in it that other people might not see. No, I know what you guys. Are, I know the funniness you guys are talking yeah, yeah. about. Like I'm getting it. Like yeah. it's so random. It's like yeah. you know what I mean. It's like you have to. Well, like you got the shirt. You know what I'm saying? He does that a lot. All the time. does it all the time. I mean, you know what it is? It's just that like. There's certain things. <laughs> There's certain just, things that's happening in the video that's no, hilarious. But it's not even a video. I think it was one time like you were somewhere and like someone was playing the guitar at like a restaurant and you just like filmed the guy. Yeah, you're, yeah, like, yeah. you're like so you're like so nice. Yeah, you're, like shit just, like that. Just like random shit. Yeah, I just know, like random things that we. But it's think. also to throw the person off. Yeah, like yeah. you send it to them just to like. Yeah. So yeah. Like why the fuck this guy? <laughs> <laughs> fuck this guy sending me this. Yeah, yeah. Or just someone taking like a really funny selfie or like alcohol hero. Just, yeah. it's just like some zany <laughs> shit but i don't know i think i think you have to have the same that's I mean, it's the same with drake like me and drake send the most funniest things over to each other but <laughs> i think you should just uh yeah just, you know you that have, shit does throw you off man that's Sometimes. that's the little that's the little trick about it if you throw something if you send something you have to like really analyze it and then you catch why it's funny yeah. it's the best it's the, best. <laughs> it's the absolute best it's that and then there's so many insane i swear people, to god right? i swear to god because we'll have times when we'll i'll send him somebody probably he probably doesn't know but he'll still catch it yeah, yeah, yeah. like like yeah so what else when's the album coming out the do album you know is yet? coming out um have you announced it or no no i'm gonna announce it right now oh wow let's go okay. lit this is big. Yeah, it's yeah. big. First on the ever next go episode of... Um, <laughs> no. Uh, go drop it on Impulsive. <laughs> <laughs> um, let me think. It's going gonna, it's gonna to come out in a couple weeks. Damn. It's going to come out in a couple weeks trying to figure shit out. And um, Is there any features on it? A lot of big features on it. A lot of cool, a lot of cool people sp spread around. And, um, and yeah. Drake is gonna be executive producer, really to the album. So, what does he do for executive producer? Has He's he ever not, executive produced an album? I think he has. Maybe I mean, like, te I technically, he does, but like as a title, like I don't know someone but, else's album. But he—he's. I mean, since the beginning, remember, since honestly, never mind, is when I started working on my project, and he's been with me on the side every day. Like, so did I, you run it by him? Like, I sent—I sent him all the music. I sent him all the album. He's like, yo, so like, are you just taking his name for executive producer, or did you like tell him like? 
What? You're an executive producer on the album. Yeah, like I executive produced his life basically in general. So like he like the least he could do is do that and help me on the album, you know? Right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh but yeah, I mean it's it's gonna be yeah, it's a really amazing project and amazing people on it and um I uh yeah, I'm really excited. The f the the first song that we're gonna drop is uh, is Gordo and Young Dolph. Damn, nice. and that's the first first time I'm gonna announce it. So I'm announcing it now. Well, that's interesting. Kind of just kind of see what's going on and see see how that goes, and finally let all this music out that I've been working on for four years, and and um, and yeah, just keep it going, and hopefully we do a Taraco Happy Dad soon. That'd be sick. Let's do it. That'd actually be fire. I'm going to take Steiny to like a real fucking legit, like, sicko rave. I'm done. Dude, I want to go. Like a, like a sick one, though. Like a proper... Yeah. <clears throat> I have a lot of friends like Steiny where like... Well, like great people? No, like fragile. <laughs> <laughs> I okay, remember the well, first... you're there to walk the me first through time it. Steiny could party, though. Steiny could party. I've I never gotten sick with him, though. That's why I, I, want, I want to get... I want I to feel go. like we have at 11 once. Maybe. Maybe not. Well, let's do it. If if you if you're there with me, I'm willing to go to. One hundred percent. No, like I I want you to go and do like a legit. I want I want to do I'm like to a, go to South America too. Like so. a legit. Just give me like a just one. Give me four days. We can get sick for two days and then rest for two days. Yeah. Yeah. And like actually like do a proper and two like, days max. Bro. Yeah, yeah. And be around. Well, maybe and, just one, but maybe two. Yeah. Two's fucking yeah. Three. Yeah, but like obviously you're we're done. not gonna go ham for forty eight hours. But no. I'm saying like. You know, get bro. I've seen you get sick before. Well, yeah, we're not sober. We fucking drink, so we feel like shit the next day. You wake up feeling like a fucking <laughs> an angel of God now. We wake up feeling like fucking Satan. Yeah, I can't. I can't. I don't know. Man. I, yeah. I, don't, I don't even know what alcohol tastes like anymore. To be honest yeah. with you. But all right, well, that's pretty crazy. Yeah, I thought this pod was fucking amazing. Yeah, that was fucking dope. Thank you, oh, bro. Amazing. That was amazing. I appreciate you. Appreciate you always being there for me too. I love you. More fucking <clears throat> fun times to come. Yes, and, I'm pumped um, for the album. We got to hear it. Actually, I think you're actually gonna really like it a lot. I think so too. The, the lit stuff would be cool. Hell it's yeah, it's gonna be like. All right, Gordo, right, Gordo, go. Thank you. Gordo, wow.